0: He's got the courage to tell you the truth, even when it isn't popular. You're listening to The Eric Erickson Show.
1: Hello and welcome. It is Eric Erickson here across the nation. The phone number 877-973-7425. I'll go to the phones here. Sim, I want to go to you first. Welcome to the show.
2: Hi. Thanks for having me, Eric. Sure. Um, so I'm calling, I, I live here in Atlanta, our, our youngest son, uh, a couple of years ago, um, went to Israel to, um, to, to, protect, to protect us. Um, we lived in Israel when we were, uh, when he was very, very young and, uh, two buses exploded, um, from our neighborhood, um, in back to back weeks. And he asked at that time. Um, He's three years so, old. Why do bad things keep happening here? Um, fast forward. He graduates college. Uh, he says he has to go to Israel um, to, to, help, to help protect. Um, he, uh, he was passed on and on and got into uh, the top anti-terrorist um, special ops unit. Um, the reason I'm calling is to tell you about the training he had and what we remembered at the time. Um, uh, it was all about what you say in Hebrew, the dignity and and the holiness of the human being. And the commander, his commander said, I'm not talking about a Jewish human beings, all human beings. And we're going to teach you how to kill and how to be able to uh, block out everything that you feel in order to kill in that moment. It's just to kill evil, evil people. My son, who was one who burst through the doors, um, carried candies in his pocket every single time they went um, and learned in Arabic how to say, um, you're safe, stand here, we will protect you. And he would give the children candies. Um, these terrorists were hiding um, it, it, behind the children um, mm-hmm. in, in in other rooms and... Um, the soldiers would put their life on the line before they would harm the children, and I just thought it important that your um that uh, your listeners um understand how these uh anti-terrorist units are
1: trained oh that's that's good listen thank you very much for sharing that and and also I hope people understand what you're saying that the Hamas terrorists would use the children as shields to protect them from the Israeli soldiers yeah. so that they could have the opportunity to shoot the Israeli soldier. And, and if the child died, they were collateral. And the Israeli soldiers worked to protect the kids. It, it's that that sort of stuff just gets overlooked by so many people who want to morally equate the two sides. Sim, thank you very much for that. 877-973-7425 is the phone number. Bob, you're going to be up next. Welcome.
0: Hey, Eric. How you doing today? Good. I am, I'm going to vent a little bit, and it's not off the subject necessarily. I'm, I followed many of the rising stars under Trump, and I was impressed by Gates. Uh, My opinion has changed. Um, I think that that group of eight should consider their positions. They are putting a jeopardy. It's all presentation and credibility. And the the Republican Party has to prove they have the dedication and and establish the confidence of the American public in them so that they can move ahead with their legislation. And this action by Gates and that group, they could have done that later. They didn't have to do it now. They could have waited, gotten through legislation, and slowly built a group understanding and trust and responsibility amongst themselves that they should, in fact, and do, in fact, have the same uh, objective in mind for the American people. And what the gentleman said just before me, I believe, excuse me. Sorry. I, mean, I believe all people would like the same thing safety for themselves, their families, their country, their possessions, and show respect for all others. And we are losing that as a society. Mm-hmm. And the politician that could deliver that. Or the person that can deliver that will succeed. At least I believe so. I'm no, sorry, Eric. I
1: got no, no, no. Look, I got to take a big breath, Bob. It's okay. Uh, so many people are reacting this week. Like that. I've, I've had my moments myself. It's, it's difficult when you see the horror, and when you also realize how many people want to hide behind statements and platitudes and, and, and. Qualifiers and, and resolution statements, then they just can't understand. These are people, these are human beings who were murdered by monsters. That there's just there's yeah, yeah, it's 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 hard to fathom the brutality and the cruelty of what happened, and particularly well, we in the West, <clears throat> we we tend to abide by the rules of war that Hamas does not. Yes, and, and and we have
0: a group of, of. I never thought I'd live through this. I mean. I was taking ESATS the, the day after JFK was assassinated. I've seen the Vietnam War and a lot of other things. I never thought I'd be living in the United States when I'm hearing people who were brought and allowed into this country to—they have a right. We give them that right and freedom of speech. But to, to denigrate our Constitution, our country, its principles—I just find it. I can't. I can't accept it. And I think I, that look, if a lot of Americans get upset, I mean, we could have serious violence in this country.
1: Yeah, I, I, I wonder about it sometimes. I mean, Bob, listen, I'm going to let you go there, and, and thank you. I, I, I understand your emotions in this. It's really, really hard to coexist with people who say, dead babies? Yeah, but Israel cut off power to Gaza really hard to coexist with people who who morally equate cutting off power to Gaza with chopping off the heads of babies. It's very hard to do that. And Bob, asked you your other point, I'm going to get blowback from real good friends of mine for saying this, but I'm going to say it anyway because I believe it. Not afraid of like I, I've made everybody mad this week. I, I criticized Charlie Kirk in the Associated Press, and he deserved to be criticized. Candace Owens, uh, Andrew Tate, Tucker Carlson. I'm just I'm criticizing everybody this week on the right and the left. Everybody's lost their minds, it seems. Let me say this: the reason the United States government cannot pass an appropriations to help our allies, the Israelis, is because Matt Gates had a temper tantrum, hated Kevin McCarthy, and led a movement to oust him as Speaker, and the House of Representatives is paralyzed until it gets a new Speaker. No, not a single person on the planet from Matt Gates to Benjamin Netanyahu knew what Hamas was about to do, but events change things. And the events of Matt Gates deciding to oust Kevin McCarthy as speaker have thrown chaos into a process where we need less chaos. And the most damnable thing about it all are the number of people in the House Representatives who are still engaged in performance art instead of actually rising to the occasion. Like Nancy Mace putting on her white shirt with her red letter A for attention as her scarlet letter uh, as we've got dead babies in Israel and she wants all the attention on her. Y'all, the reality is this, the reality is this, if we want to stand with our friends the Israelis and we want to help them, you got to have a Speaker of the House. And these Republicans in the House of Representatives, provoked by Matt Gates, who are taking a my way or the highway, I will not compromise approach, okay, that's fine, but In a moment of crisis, at some point you've got to rise to the occasion and do something, and if not you, someone else. I would much prefer Jim Jordan to be Speaker of the House of Representatives, but a majority of the Republicans in the House decided to go with Steve Scalise. And these holdouts, what they're hoping to do is get the Democrats to go along with Steve Scalise so they can forever tar and feather him as a man-made Speaker by the Democrats. It is all a political ploy and at this point you got to grow up stop the gamesmanship there are serious serious issues at stake on the world stage there are serious issues at home none of them can be addressed because matt gates had a temper tantrum yep matt gates deserves a lot of the blame for the dysfunction going on right now in washington dc where our side can't get its act together because McCarthy's gone right now. There We have no speaker. And the Republicans voted to find a new speaker. They voted for Steve Scalise, and you've got a handful of Republicans. They can only lose four, and you've got more than that. Say, no, I'm only voting for Jim Jordan, no one else. Even Jim Jordan's like, no, no, guys, we need Scalise. we got to get this over with. We've we got to do something. I'm going to give him a nomination speech. I'd prefer Jim Jordan, but what I'd prefer even more is just for them to get this over with. To Speaker of the House, because there are so many things, pressing things, that um, we've got to deal with. And we just can't. Now, I want to play for you Ron DeSantis' audio. I think it was on Fox. I think it was Fox pointing to one of those other big issues that the House of Representatives needs to be around to deal with. I would also ask the president to consider reversing his policies on the southern border. We are vulnerable when you have all these Mm military-age men coming in. Do you think that our enemies have not been looking at that weakness? We know people from Iran have come. We know people from Russia have come. Uh, We know China and other parts of the Middle East. That is not good for the security of this country. Israel probably has the strongest border security in the world, and yet... This happened to them. This is another thing that just kind of blows my mind. I mean, we, we know what the intelligence reports are. We know how many people from foreign countries, from the Middle East, that we have detained in, um, we've we've detained at the border. The number of people from Afghanistan, Iraq, Iran, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, Uzbekistan, and This administration still won't get serious about securing our border. Where are the grown-ups on both sides? Neither side is led by grown-ups right now. You've got Trump on stage giving Hezbollah a PR win by saying they're smart. You You can say Hezbollah is smart. That's fine. But why do you say it on stage? They've already started turning it. They're regurgitating the clip into their propaganda channels. Donald Trump says we're smart. Listen to Donald Trump. Where are the grown-ups in the room instead of these octogenarian buffoons? It's just, it's a damning indictment on the state of this country and its people that this is the state of our politics. The people of Gaza put Hamas in power with their vote. Hamas then canceled all other elections. But it was the people of Gaza who put them there. And it is the people of the United States who put our leaders in office too. And people are stupid, and look at what we got. Now, let me tell you about Stamps.com before I go to break because I use them. In fact, I just used it this morning. Uh, stamps.com, they can save you up to 84% off USPS and UPS rates and automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options. I actually have done this. So this morning I went in, have to ship a package. I did it by UPS. I found not, it's not the cheapest, but it is the fastest, And I got it, and I arranged pickup, and they've already come by the office and picked up the package, and I did it all on my computer. I was able to print the label on the printer. I was able to put it on the package, and away it went. You can do the same thing. You get access to the post office, UPS services you need from your computer or your mobile device 24-7. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. You can even order supplies from stamps.com. Over a million businesses use them. I'm one of them. Sign up today. Use code ERIC, my name, E-R-I-C-K, for a special offer. A four-week trial, you get free postage, you get a free digital scale. You have no long-term commitments, you have no contract to sign. That's stamps.com. You click on the microphone, and you put in my name, Eric, E-R-I-C-K. you got holiday shopping coming up, folks. You want to make it real easy to ship packages to friends and family, or if you're a small business, to ship packages for your small business, stamps.com, click the microphone, put in my name, Eric, E-R-I-C-K.
0: Well-connected. It's Eric Erickson live every weekday.
1: To three three seven seven
0: seven now.
1: Hello there, it is Eric Erickson here. I, I'm I'm laughing at this. So the New York Times Magazine has done, done a profile of Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift does not grant media interviews these days. She doesn't need them. She's got such a big presence, she can talk directly to the people she wants to talk to. But there's this paragraph, and I got to laugh at it because. I have now been to, let's see, I've been to an a Adele concert with my daughter. I've been to a Drew Holcomb concert with my son and my daughter. My son loves Drew Holcomb. And then I've been to now three Taylor Swift concerts with my daughter. So an Adele and three Taylor Swifts and then a Drew Holcomb. I I've, I want to go to Jude and the Lion, and every time I've gotten tickets, something's come up with my family I haven't been able to go. But anyway, I, so there's this paragraph. Uh, This is the writer writing from Section 301 at the Santa Clara Arena, where Taylor Swift had been um, named the mayor of the city for the day. Swifty Clara, they changed the name to that day. We sit in Section 301. We were enthralled by her, even though we couldn't actually see her from where we were sitting. All we could really see was a tiny figure in an angelic dress running across the stage down below our only proof that she was actually in the stadium was that the people close to the stage seemed to believe she was there, and we chose to believe them. But it didn't even matter that we couldn't see her. Our devotion is maximal. Her engagement is total. We were in a trance. It is. I uh, the reason I bring, I've been to Adele and and and, and Drew Holcomb because a Taylor Swift concert is like nothing else on the planet. There are great concerts. An Elton John concert, well, he doesn't do them anymore now, but I'm told an Elton John concert is something to behold in terms of performance. I don't know that I've seen anything like a Taylor Swift concert. In the biggest arenas, she uses risers and stage production to try to get it as close to eye level as she can with everyone. This this tour, she didn't do it as much, but in the last two, she did. Uh, Yeah, I've been to three of them, I know. And it is a production, and she has made a ton of money. And now there are people who could not get into her performances in this country because of the uh, ticket scalpers and all the problems Ticketmaster had. And I know multiple people who are going to Brazil to see her in concert because flying to Brazil, getting a hotel room, and buying the tickets for the concert is cheaper Than it was to try to see Taylor Swift in this country, where you had to fly somewhere and get a hotel room and buy exorbitant tickets. The tickets are only eighty dollars in Rio de Janeiro, and the round trip airfare to Rio de Janeiro is about six hundred dollars in economy for two people. Maybe, maybe it's six hundred dollars a person. That makes more sense. And then a hotel room for about two hundred bucks. So you're paying what uh, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. You're paying less than fifteen hundred dollars to go round trip to a foreign country to see Taylor Swift. Now the downside is that it's Rio de Janeiro. So they may lose their liver and kidney by going to Rio de Janeiro. They may lose their life going to Rio de Janeiro, but is it worth it if you're in the Swiftie cult? My kid is a Swiftie. She loves Taylor Swift. She recognizes they disagree on politics. She recognizes her worldview is different. She's mature, but she also loves her music. She grew up listening to her music. And I if there is anything any of us in the entertainment business and the news business can learn, it is how to do fan management from Taylor Swift. Uh, it is remarkable what she does. She, she likes people's Instagram posts. She's liked a comment. My daughter left her before, and I'm sure she's got people doing it. But, man, it feels like a personalized touch. It's something. Uh, it really is a fascinating thing. And it is a great distraction from talking about all the other stuff that's out there right now. My goodness gracious, um, it is, it's is—it's remarkable that we've got a distraction. So all that being said, my friends, I'm going to try to find other stuff to talk about tomorrow if I can. But um, the news keeps happening, and my job first and foremost is to keep you informed. So I'll do that again tomorrow. You all have a great day.